Welcome to Tuesday. It's August 30th, 2022. Your day with the podcast brought to you by Cowboy State Daily. Cowboy State Daily has more original Wyoming news content than any other news organization in the state. Check them out at CowboyStateDaily.com or on their Facebook page. Well, as we take a look at what's going on, well, let's go back in time. This is from late last week. A great shot from Matt Edwards in the Northern Bighorns. This out in the Bighorn Basin last weekend of a thunderstorm developing a beautiful shot there. There's a classic Western sky shot for you that we see during the summer season. Thanks, Matt, for sending that along. All quiet, though, on the weather front. There's just very little to discuss. It's going to be warm as we go through the end of August into September. Now, we do have thunderstorms in a few areas tomorrow. So tomorrow, there will be a few thunderstorms, mainly southern Wyoming, higher terrain in plains of Colorado, parts of Nebraska and northwestern Kansas, but nothing that's going to really be all that significant. Then it's right back to a dry pattern. Labor Day weekend is looking great. It's going to be very warm Labor Day weekend across the region, but for the last three-day weekend of summer, looks great. Certainly in contrast to the cold and wet weather we had during the last big three-day weekend with Memorial Day weekend, this Labor Day weekend is really shaping up to be good for everybody. Just so we'll mention, and we'll mention this again later in the week, with the dryness and the humidity going down and these warm temperatures, we gotta watch out for increased fire danger. Any significant weather in the pattern is not gonna happen until around or after the 10th. I think we're gonna see a weather change right around or after the 10th. But up until then, we're just kind of on cruise control. Also, I wanna talk about this. Volunteers are needed to measure rain and snow across the Western United States in Wyoming, but all of the Western High Plains and Rocky Mountain West could use more volunteers. It's really, really important to have good, accurate measurements of rain and snow so we can have a better and more accurate drought monitor and have a really better idea on the water situation. We have radars, we have high tech, but you know what? The best way to measure precipitation is the old fashioned way with a good old fashioned rain gauge. And we'll talk about that here in a moment. Satellite imagery shows very dry air moving into the Southwest and Central United States. You can see the orange. Look at Arizona is really drying out. Utah as well. They're the drier airs moving into Colorado and Wyoming. You can see we have the gray, the higher humidity air staying down in the Texas and the Southern areas of the US getting suppressed down into further into areas of Mexico. That underneath this big ridge of high pressure is gonna mean not a lot going on. This is by Sunday morning. Notice we still have the high pressure ridge. It's really not going anywhere. So this is gonna keep us very warm through the Labor Day weekend and keep the chances of rain at a minimum. 10 days out, this is where we see things change. See the Gulf of Alaska high right here? If we were to look at where we're going to be this weekend, notice the Gulf of Alaska has a low. So when you have a low in the Gulf of Alaska, you're gonna have a high over the Rockies in the West. However, 10 days from now, that reverses. A high in the Gulf of Alaska means a low will be moving in to the Western United States. But up until then, it's a real yawner weather-wise. And here's the 10-day precipitation forecast. There's a lot of white out West, isn't there? Very little in the way of any significant rain it's all going to be along the Gulf Coast, the far south into Mexico there, into the Corn Belt and the eastern parts of the United States. Now, I want to talk about what is called Coco Reyes, or the Community Collaborative Rain and Hail and Snow Network. This is a volunteer effort to get rain gauges across as many parts of the United States as possible 
to get a more accurate representation of how much precipitation has actually fallen. In the western United States, using Wyoming as the best example, you can have 50 to 100 miles or more between airports where the precipitation is usually reported or recorded. Yes, radar estimates help fill in the gaps, but with our complex terrain of mountains and canyons and valleys, very hard for the radar to even give us a good accurate representation of how much rain has fallen. Each of those circles there is somebody reporting how much precipitation fall or didn't fall. That was 11,704 reports on the 29th of August. But when you look at Wyoming, these are the reports for the big precipitation event that we had on May 30th of this year, right around Memorial Day weekend there when we had the Yellowstone floods. Each one of those squares you see is somebody reporting the precipitation. And you can see the orange and yellows and the greens up there around Yellowstone Park where the heavy rain fell. But you notice there's a lot of white space between those reports. So you have these heavier amounts of reports around the city locations, but where we need these volunteers, yes, we need more volunteers in the cities, but look at Lincoln and Uinta counties. Hey, folks in Evanston, anybody in Evanston, Sweetwater County, Lincoln County, we need volunteers. Volunteers needed in Carbon and Eastern Sweetwater County. You can see these holes there. We need more rain and snow volunteers. You go to the website, you fill in your observation potential, meaning where you live, whether or not you're willing to volunteer. And it's really easy to submit your reports. You either do it through the internet or you can even use an app. This is off of my phone. This is my location. I'm a Coco Reyes volunteer in Laramie County, Wyoming. We have these across Colorado, Nebraska as well. You use a four inch rain gauge. Now you might say, well, I've got one of those fancy digital weather stations. Well, that's great. Those digital weather stations are getting better with rainfall, but the best, most accurate way is with a four inch rain and snow gauge. In the winter, you take out the middle tube and you use the four inch tube by taking this top off to gather the snow, the melt the snow and get an accurate representation of what's going on. If you're interested in becoming a volunteer, and I really encourage it because you're not only having fun watching the weather and measuring the weather, at your location and having a good idea of what's going on, but you're helping out with a lot of climate statistics. You're looking at helping out, really understanding how precipitation is falling. So I've listed the three states here, but this is happening in every state in the United States as well. Send those folks an email or go to the Coco Reyes website. It's cocoreyes.org for you to get that information. Thanks for listening and watching. We'll see you tomorrow.